Welcome to the Soul Shifts podcast. I'm Amy and I'm a mindset coach for women who want to unleash their confidence, discover their authentic voice and show up in their life and business with full flow energy. In this podcast, you will hear from me and some incredible guests on all things mindset, business, spirituality and more so you can create your own soul shifts. Let's grab a cup of tea and get into the episode. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Soul Shifts podcast. It has been a hot minute since I have been recording for this uh, podcast. I think the last episode actually went live at the beginning of March, which meant it was like well back in February when I actually last recorded an episode. There's been a little bit of a hiatus, a little bit of an unplanned break on the podcast, um, but we're back. And actually this episode, I'm diving into a bit of a quarter one life update. There's been so much going on and I actually realised, not realised, I actually thought I this would be a quite fun thing to do every quarter. Like at the beginning of every quarter, do a little bit of a reflection, bit of a reclap, kind of like go back through each month um, and sort of share what's been going on, some of the things that I've um, been dealing with, some of the celebrations I've had and the lessons that I've learned. So the way this is going to work, I'm literally gonna go through each month, January, February, March, share kind of what was happening in my life, what was going on, especially this first quarter, like, oh my goodness, so much has happened. Um, and then sort of share the main lesson from that month that kind of I realized or a shift that I had or, or whatever it is, because I always wanna share something that you can take away. Like, I don't wanna just be sitting here and sharing like oh yeah this happened to me and then this happened to me and then this happened to me like I actually want to be able to share the lessons and the shifts and the breakthroughs that I've had off the back of these experiences and I just thought having it all in one episode super simple so I don't know how long this episode is going to be obviously if you're listening you'll know how long it's going to be because you'll have looked at the time (laughs) I don't know about you but whenever I'm about to listen to a podcast episode I always look how long it is because I'll choose the podcast that I'm going to listen to based on how long I've got so like if I know I'm driving to work that's a half an hour drive I don't want a podcast that's going to be longer than half an hour or shorter than half an hour because I'm driving and I I can't if it's shorter I can't then choose the next one so needs to be at least half an hour and then if it's longer than that then it's like annoyingly got like five or ten minutes left over and like this is first of all problems I am fully aware but like I always look at how long a podcast episode is so this could be super short this could be super long I don't know bearing in mind that I haven't recorded a podcast in a hot minute and um your girl likes to talk so grab a cup of tea grab a snack and well you know maybe not grab a snack because you could be driving to work you could be walking the dog you could be cleaning your house you could be cooking tea in fact why don't we do something fun I'm going to take a little picture of recording this. I would love it if you could take a picture, unless you're driving, obviously, of whatever you're doing while you're listening to this episode and share it to your Instagram stories and tag me and then I can share you, I can celebrate you, I can talk to you and we can we can just vibe together. So whatever you're doing, if you could take a little screenshot or like take a little picture of whatever it is that you're doing, if it's walking the dog or cooking your tea, whatever it is, and then share it to Instagram stories and tag me at Amy Sons. I would love you forever. And yeah, it's just a bit of fun. Anyway, so grab a cup of tea um, if you can. <laughs> I haven't even got a tea myself. I've literally got my water, but that's not the point. Um, and let's get straight into it. So let's start at the very beginning. Okay, 
I can't be dealing with getting into the sound of music right now, although now I really want to watch the sound of music. Why do I do this? This is this like a Manny Jan thing where I just have like a million different things and I just anyway, five minutes in and I've not got to the point yet. So starting with January at the very beginning, don't break into song, Amy. We started the year off fresh, like fresh. I felt so good coming into 2023 and so determined and motivated to make this year like the year of me. Like we, we, we've seen this before, but like I was so determined to make this year like the year things changed for me um, in terms of my, my health and wellness and well-being. So I started off January, in fact, let's, let's just go back a little bit. At the end of December, I think it was like the 27th of December, like we were four, four days off the new year, I did my knee in. Um, this happened again back in July um, and it just like went. And when I say it went, like it was as I was, in the one in July, it was like as I was sitting down <laughs> at my nail salon of all places and my knee just like clicked and it just went and I couldn't walk on it for like two weeks. Um, the same thing happened again. <laughs> over Christmas and it was so ridiculous because so basically my husband and my dad so we were staying at my parents my husband and my dad had popped down into town to pick up an Indian takeaway for us and they were gonna go for a drink my mum and I were like should we have a and t like we're gonna set the table and stuff but like let's have a and t um so she'd gone through to get the gin and I went to sit down on her like bar stools at the end of the kitchen like island bit and literally as I went, and it must have been like, as I like twisted, I don't know, my knee just popped and it went. Um, to this day, I don't know whether it like, I have a history of dislocating my knee, but it was the other knee um, that I dislocated. Um, but I have that, like that's that's a potential kind of things. And it did feel like it kind of popped in and popped back, back in again. And then but like by the next day I could put weight on it. I don't, I don't really know. But anyway, that had spurred me on to basically take things a lot more seriously this is the second time it happened and I was like shit <laughs> like you need to do something about this so I booked in with a physio so like the very first week in January I was like starting off strong like I booked in with a physio he'd given me he was so good he gave me some really simple exercises that literally would take no more than 15-20 minutes and um, to do that we're gonna work on both knees because my other let's let's get this but the one that went at Christmas and in July was my left knee and that's typically my good knee like quote-unquote good knee my right knee I've had major problems since I was 11 I dislocated chipped the under half of the kneecap off had a major operation with a top knee surgeon in Newcastle like shout out to him um and basically it's been like it's caused endless problems like that's my bad knee my right knee this is my good knee that keeps going. So like all of a sudden I now don't have a good knee and a bad knee, I have two bad knees. <laughs> so the physio gave me exercises that were going to help with both knees, like strengthening them both, strengthening the muscles around them. Cause he said, if it is dislocating, it's the muscles around them that aren't strong enough to stop them popping out. So we need to strengthen those muscles. Um, and he basically said like, yes, do some work because I was like, I want to, I want to get back into like my workouts. I want to do that. I was signed up to Les Mills on demand. So I was doing like body combat, um, body pump, like all of these things. When I say like I was doing all these things, I was doing like 20 minutes, half an hour, two to three times a week. But like I was doing all these things, right? 
And I said to him, like, I want to be doing these and I want to be doing walking and I want to be doing the physio. And he was like, mm, it's maybe a little bit too much. So basically we decided to kind of like scale it back a bit. My focus would be walking and um, walking the physio. And then like, if I could do like an extra one or two a week of the Les Mills, amazing. But that wasn't like the priority. Um, however, it became the priority because January was a miserable month in terms of the weather and I am a fair weather walker. Like I am not going out in the cold, wet, snow, ice. Like I'm just not doing it. Yes, I grew up on a farm. <laughs> I lived out my days of having to get up at seven o'clock in the morning and go and feed all the animals, the pigs, the sheep, the horses. Like I've lived and I've done all of that. Like I'm in a phase of my life where I do not need to go out at a ridiculous time in the morning in the wet, cold snow. So I'm not doing it anymore. I lived that life when I was when I was younger. I'm not doing it anymore. So I'm a fair weather walker now. Um, and it's January. Like realistically, it's not fair weather, is it? So I was doing a lot more of the Les Mills workout. I was doing at least two or three a week. I was feeling really good. I was eating healthier, healthier, health, health, healthier. Yeah, more healthily. <laughs> Hello, English teacher alert. Um, but I was just feeling really good in myself. I had loads of energy. So by this point, I'd been on thyroxine. I, I, I got put on thyroxine at the end of October, beginning of November last year. After like years of battling with the doctors saying like, I need to be on it. I'm not right. Da, 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 da. My mum's got thyroid problems. It's hereditary. The type she's got is hereditary. Like it was inevitable. It was inevitable that I was going to end up on it at some point. So I finally got put on that um, towards the end of 2022. And it can take a couple of months to kind of like make a change. So I hadn't really noticed that much of a change until Christmas. And then over Christmas, I was like, oh my God, I can do all these things. Like I'm, I'm feeling so energetic. Um, and that carried on through January. I was suddenly feeling the effects of the thyroxine. Like I suddenly felt like I had energy. Now, if you followed me since my chronic illness blogging days, this used to be the chronic glow show. I did, I started um, a chronic illness blog back in 2015. Like I've had a history of ME, CFS, which is the same thing, chronic fatigue syndrome, um, PCOS. Um, there's been ongoing investigation of thyroid, which is, as I say, I've only just managed to get um, medication for, etc., etc. So when your girl says that, like, yeah, she's used to fatigue, I'm used to fatigue. Like, I am probably one of the most fatigued pe people I know. Like, I get fatigued so easily. And I'm not just talking like, oh, I'm so tired. Like, I'm going to have an early night. I'm talking about, like, you get 10 to 12 hours of decent sleep a night and you still wake up feeling like a truck has hit you. I'm talking like you literally feel like you have a daily hangover despite the fact that you haven't drank in a month it's another level of fatigue. So all of a sudden I'm feeling lighter, I'm feeling brighter, I'm feeling like, oh my God, I've got energy. Like, is this what life should be like? I also got put in iron tablets. I was ever so slightly iron deficient, like literally ever so slightly, but my doctor was like, let's just put you on some iron supplements as well. So January, I was feeling good. Like I was, I had energy. Um, In terms of business, this looked like adding another podcast episode in a month, like the bonus podcast episode I was doing on the last Sunday of every month. I did a free challenge. I started planning a new masterclass with um, a friend on the online space. I was like, I was going like the content was on fire. Like I was just all over it. And I also lost eight pounds in January. Now, trigger warning, I am going to be talking a little bit about weight loss. So if that is something that um, is going to, you're going to find challenging to listen to, like, 
take you know it's up to you like use your prerogative kind of thing um but i am going to be talking a little bit about weight loss and what i'm doing to help my weight loss as well um so that there's your warning um so yeah i lost eight pounds in that first month now to be fair probably a lot of it was um like water weight or like losing the Christmas turkey weight you know but I was still really pleased because if you know anything about thyroid issues and PCOS issues is that losing weight is like a bitch like it sticks to you like super glue and up to this point this is something that I have massively 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 struggled with to the point where I basically just I mean I think it was just before lockdown or just a I don't know, some point in 2020, I basically just gave up completely. I was like, you know what, F this. Like, it doesn't matter what I'm doing. I am not shifting this weight. I got to a point where I'd kind of put on as much as I was going to put on. Like, I'd stopped putting on weight. I had put on quite a lot in a very short space of time, which is when I first got diagnosed with PCOS. Um, then it kind of, like, stabilised, but I just wasn't losing it. Like, I wasn't really gaining it, or it would fluctuate within, like a size or two I, I by the by this point I'd completely stopped weighing myself as well because I found it so triggering myself so it kind of just like got to a point where it hit a wall didn't really put anything else on but I also wasn't losing it no matter what I did so I just kind of gave up threw like balls to the walls and <laughs> again like wasn't putting it on wasn't losing it just kind of was like around this sort of weird point of like just nothing was happening so for me to lose eight pounds in one month, so that's like two pounds a week, which is I think the like recommended amount, I was blown away. I remember ringing my mum and telling my husband at the end of the month, I've lost eight pounds and both of them were like, oh my God, that's amazing. Like, well done. Like, that's half a stone. Like, go you. And I was feeling really, really good. I felt really good going into February as well. So a little um, into... into I don't know what I'm saying. The lesson from January here is I created a plan and I connected back with my why. And this was different this month than in other months. First of all, I'd already started building momentum back in October. So I knew that I wanted 2023 to be like a month of health and wellness and like really looking after me back in October 2022. Now, when I made that decision back in October 2022, why do I need to keep keep saying like October 2022? When I'm saying October, we all know that I'm talking about October 2022. And now the word has lost all meaning. When I was, when I'd made the decision back in October, I could have then thought, okay, well, I'm going to start in January. Like, let's, let's like live out the next three months of my life in style, like live it up and then start in January. But I didn't. I made the decision and I thought, you know what, I'm going to get in the groundwork now. So when I start in January, like I can start off with a bang. And that's exactly what I did. So I knew for me to be able to focus on my health and well-being, like I needed to get back to the doctors. So booked in a doctor's appointment. I booked in with a private endocrinologist about the thyroid because I was getting nowhere with a GP. Um, so I booked in with my GP to do all the blood tests and to talk about the sort of PCOS side of things. Um, he referred me on to gynecology, which I'm still waiting for that appointment. Guys, it's been six months. My appointment is the end of April. So this is a ridiculous thing. I then paid privately to see a private endocrinologist, which is the thyroid side of things. I saw her, um, you know, like mid-October. By the end of October, I was on thyroxine. 
like she just looked at all my bloods all of my history all of my symptoms like all of the things I've struggled with and she was like yeah you need to be on thyroxine especially she also sees my mum as well so she has that like um family background context she's like yeah let's just put you on thyroxine we'll put you on a low dose we'll we'll see how we go so that was within two weeks I was put on thyroxine by Christmas she'd also decided to put me on metformin for my PCOS and iron supplements for iron deficiency by which point I'm still waiting for the letter to come through about the referral for gynecology which I'm doing through the NHS because I'm not made of money and I can't afford to go private for everybody um so yeah I started the groundwork in October I had the doctor's appointments I got the bloods done I made sure that I was on the right medication because also a lot of these things, as I said before, with the thyroxine especially, it can take a few months for it to kind of like pick up and, and for it actually to make a difference or for you to feel the difference. So I was like, if I want to feel the difference and start going for it in January, I need to have the groundwork in. So it's like laying the foundations. So I did all of that. I started thinking about um, my food more. I also bought, because I was suddenly then all on these different medications, I just bought a pill box from Amazon which was like morning, evening and night. It's a really good travel case. You could take out one day at a time. Like it's highly recommend. If you want the link, let me know. I'll send it to you. Um, so I did all the groundwork before Christmas. So when I came into January, I already had a plan. I was already connected to that why and that sort of mission as to like what I was doing this for. Like I'd done all of that before I hit the, hit the ground running in, in January. And it allowed me to have such a strong start to the year rather than waking up 1st of January and then thinking, oh, I need to get in touch with the doctors, I need to do this, I need to order this, and it, like, no. I came, I came, when we got home in January, I think we got home, um, at, like, the 2nd or the 3rd, I was ready to go. I already had the physio appointment booked in on the 4th, I had, like, the pill box ready to go, I was already on all the medicines, like, I was just game-changing, like, ready to go that is honestly my number one lesson is get prepared create a plan lay the foundations stop waiting until monday or stop waiting till the first of the month or the first of the year to make changes i started making changes in october 2022 and yes i didn't really lose any weight in that time but that that point that wasn't the focus at that point it was laying the foundations and getting me ready so that on the first of january when I came back after Christmas, I could go all in and that's exactly what I did. And that came from having those foundations prepared and created and ready to go. So this then leads us nicely into February. February, life happened. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know how else to describe it. Like January was such a good month for me. I felt really good. Like never mind in terms of like actual achievements. I felt good in January. February, <laughs> it all changed. So life happened. Winter felt long. Like, I don't know about you, but January, I can kind of cope with winter because I'm like, it's January. By February, I'm like, I want spring now. Like, I'm I'm just, I'm done with the cold and the wet and the miserable. Like, I, I need, I'm a summer baby, okay? And I was like, no, 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 this needs to change. So I, and I'd started dwindling, the motivation started to dwindle. I felt my fatigue start to dwindle as well. It started to kick in again. And it's like, oh, it was like I'd had a glimpse of what life should look like if you had an abundance of energy. And then it was stripped away with me like overnight in February. And it just, yeah, it wasn't great. 
Um, I also sadly lost my granddad in um, middle, early to mid January and uh, February and it wasn't so much that it was unexpected, we just didn't think it was going to be that quick. Um, you know, we thought like I had a, he had a few months and I am grateful that I got to see him um, the night before he, he passed, but he wasn't really with it. And that that's really, it kind of hit me hard because it was like, it's one of those things, he lives a long way away, like he lives about four hours away from me. And then because of lockdown, like he managed to come to our wedding, which was really good. Um, but I've barely seen him since then because it's always like, oh, we need to organise something. We need to organise going down or like, and then we can't get the weekends to match up and then things happen. And all of a sudden it's like, we're given three days and we're like, no, you need to come and see him now. So that was quite difficult. Um, that happened at the beginning of February half term. So then I had a week and this is, that week was probably one of the hardest this year because all of a sudden... I had all of this grief and all of these emotions and all of these feelings and I had nothing to do. I had to sit with it. I I like I was forced to sit with those emotions and it's really confronting because anybody like everybody else in my family had to get on with work. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, somebody dies and yes, it's heartbreaking and yes, you're all grieving, but like people, you continue to go to work, rightly or wrongly, people continue going to work, like my dad was continuing to go to work, my brother was still working, my husband was obviously working, my mother was still working, I'm my half-term break, I'm not working, I had to sit with it all, oh my god, <laughs> that was hard, all of a sudden, it wasn't even just things like with my granddad, because I'd, I took the week off social media, because there's just something about posting on social media about content that feels really trivial when you're grieving a family member but all of the things all of the like doubts or questions or or like resistance or or niggles that I'd had in business in myself like in, in my like my um, body accepted like everything came to the head and it's like I just basically questioned my whole life and like my whole business and just everything came to a head and that was really challenging um, and I was forced to sit with it all. So February just, February happened. Um, obviously I then ended up taking a break from Instagram. I then kind of transitioned to TikTok. <laughs> and I know that this is because I was like, it was, it was like a diversion tactic. Like I was like, I'm not ready for Instagram. Like I just can't go back to Instagram. Let's try TikTok. It was a distraction technique. Um, and I don't know whether I'll be going back to TikTok again. Like, cause then I'll come on to March, but then March life happened as well. Um, and I just don't know. Yeah, anyway. All in all, the weight loss halted. I felt like shit. I was grieving. Everything kind of just like stopped. And the lesson from this month is that in January, I was riding this high. I was relying on motivation to keep me going. I'm relying on this like new year energy. But the thing is, it all stopped as soon as life happened. When I had the space, the time, the energy in January to do the workouts, to plan healthy meals, to get up out of bed in the morning and like work on whatever, I was doing it. As soon as life happened and I felt like shit and it was miserable and cold still outside and I just wasn't like wanting to go out and I was stressed and like everything just felt hard. 
it all stopped and it was like and I didn't realize it at the time obviously this is back and reflecting on it and realizing but I was just relying so heavily on the motivation in January now what I said before with the the plan and setting the foundations I still stand by all of that like I absolutely stand by like setting the foundations the end of 2022 was like pivotal for me to be able to hit the ground running in January but the problem is I was then relying on the motivation in January and obviously like month one I'm like feeling good like I can do this da 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 and then things happened in my personal life. I was then dealt with grief and um, stress and all of those things. And then I didn't do anything. So the weight loss halted, obviously. <laughs> the momentum that I'd started to build had kind of dwindled. And it's just like nothing was really moving. And the, the key here is, is discipline. Like motivation is only going to get you so far. Motivation is amazing and it's an amazing tool for you. But if you can rely on motivation every single day, like it, you can't. You cannot rely on motivation every single day. And I had, I've been made, like this is one of the biggest lessons for me. And it's a lesson that I already knew. And like people say like, you can't rely on motivation. Like you have to be disciplined. And you know, like, yeah, 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 yeah. But like, it's so true. So that's the lesson from February. Discipline over motivation. Motivation is great and all, but we need the discipline to keep going. So into March, obviously the grief continued. My granddad's funeral was the very beginning of March. Um, so we travelled down um, to Buckinghamshire for that. And then the day after we got back, <laughs> when I say life happened in February, life really happened in March. So we, we got back on the Wednesday and then on the Thursday morning, I feel like our whole lives changed. So I had to, I'm not going to go into specifics because this isn't my story to tell. This is my husband's story to tell, but I'm going to be very brief. Thursday morning, I had to ring the ambulance um, at four o'clock in the morning for my husband. Um, to cut a long, very, very long story short, there's things going on. And as I say, like, this isn't my story to tell. But um, we ended up not going to the, the hospital that day, which was good. Um, we spent like two hours in the GP surgery in the morning instead. We both took the rest of the week off work. Um, and then on the Monday, the same, I had to ring the ambulance again. And we ended up in hospital and just ended up having an overnight to stay. And his mother came down and she's basically stayed with us the whole of that week. Um, basically he was having seizures out of nowhere he's never had them before he's not got a history of epilepsy absolutely nothing but this suddenly started happening and and we really had no idea how to handle this so basically the first no yeah like the first to third week in february in march was basically dealing with this he's been put on medicines and he hasn't had any since but obviously we've been like we'd not really been able to leave him alone so the first week it happened his mum came down through the week so I could go to work and then his dad came at the weekend then the following week like this is where I'm so grateful I don't work full-time because that would have been so difficult having to have someone here while so I could go to work luckily I only work two full days a week like two and a half days a week so basically his mum came down for the first week um then it was like all the finals of the rugby. So his dad was there and they just watched that all weekend. Then the following week, she came down again the oh, Tuesday or Wednesday so that I could go to work the end of the week again. And then my mum's been here this past week. Um, 
in the last week in March again so I can go to work now it's these holidays so we're on our own again but that has been so tough having people here all the time like we've had days here and there on our own but and I, I'm like obviously I'm so 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 grateful for both of our mothers and 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 his dad for dropping everything and kind of coming down and being there for us and supporting us and allowing me to go to work etc but my god it's difficult having people in the house like all the time like it's I'm <laughs> I would say I'm an introverted ex or an extroverted introvert like whichever way around it is I don't know I love being around people and I love um talking to people and I am very extroverted in that sense of way but like oh my god I need rest on my own like in the evenings I want to chill out I want to do nothing I don't want to speak to anybody I want to like just be on my own and be like a little hermit so that's been challenging and so obviously everything got put on hold again business got put on hold social media got put on hold I think I had like two weeks off social media all the focus was simply on my husband and supporting him and being there for him and helping him out with like all of this new, all these new changes, new medicines. We had so many phone calls to make and doctor's appointments and like all of the things. All of my focus was on him and basically everything had to go. So again, life happened. Um, and then at the end of March, so like I would say probably yeah in the last like week and a half of March I started to ease back into things I was like okay I'm ready to kind of ease back into the content swing of things um I'm ready to ease back into um like selling my offers like kind of like calibrating and refining everything so I spent like a few days just kind of really working out what I actually wanted to do because obviously throughout all of this time I'd done nothing um and I was just thinking, oh, I need to, I need to like recalibrate. Like that's the only way I can describe it. It's like I need to recalibrate. Like I can't just come back and do what I was doing before. Like I need to, and I, I need, I need to like have a plan. So I did. I, I made it basically like refined my one-to-one -one offer because in January I'd like opened it up and I'd like made it really flexible. Um, so people can make it as both bespoke to them like had all these different pricing options and and by this point like there was so much going on in my life I was like I need simplicity I need like real refinement simplicity so I basically stripped it all back I've got one main offer which is my 12-week one-to-one coaching and um, there's one payment option as in like there's a painful and a payment plan obviously but there's no like oh you could do one month three months six months you can have two calls you can have all of it in like it's literally just like this is the program it's simple like it's straightforward this is it um and then like start easing my way back into content and I'm actually going to do another podcast episode on like returning from a break um in the content side of things um because I do think it is something I found quite challenging. I had a lot of resistance coming back to um, creating content and posting again. So I'm going to do a specific podcast episode just for that. But to celebrate March, I ended with three client inquiries and the momentum was building again. We're now, I'm recording this on the 5th of April. So we're now five days into April and I'm like fully back in the swing of content, like posting on my stories, creating the graphics. I'm obviously like getting back into the podcast now and recording this. I think this episode is going to just go live today. I'm not editing it, not going to listen to it. And like, it's just going to go as it is. And then um, there'll be weekly podcast episodes. Like I'm back in the groove of things. Um, 
So that's like the business update. The health update, um, I managed to somehow, miraculously, I have no idea, I somehow managed to lose another four pounds in March. As I mentioned, February, weight loss halted, like there was just nothing. And to be honest, I wasn't too mad about it. I was like, that's not my focus right now. March, honestly, it must've been stress. <laughs> Like, I must have been burning calories simply with the nervous, anxious energy and stress stress that I was feeling. Um, no, I'm joking. Kind of. Not really. Um, but I lost another further £4, which means it's £12 in total since beginning January. And I'm £2 off a stone, which I'm so excited about. Um, and some of the other changes, as, as I kind of ease myself back into the business, the same things with the health I started, I actually decided to cancel the Les Mills on demand because it was too much um, pressure to try and like, do that as well. And basically, I've just spent the last couple of weeks trying to do walks, which have not gone very successfully I think I've probably done like three but you know we move we, that this is what we're we're coming on to um I also had um an ultrasound scan for my PCOS oh it was just and I had my smear test like within days of each other I had it was out for everybody let's put it that way I had my so it was an internal ultrasound Ugh, it's just I mean it's not no it's horrible <laughs> no two ways about it <laughs> and they did find follicles on um both ovaries so that's my I've been confirmed that I still have PCOS I mean to be honest it's not that much of a shocker I'd kind of already suspected this but like we move so that's been confirmed again and that did kind of prompt me a bit like okay well I started thinking about the weight loss in January like I was starting to build momentum with that February was a write-off March like let, let's get it going again like it's we're coming into spring let's get this going again um, and I also found this balance tonic. Um, yes, I was influenced on TikTok and it's from, I think, Real Superfoods, um, which was on Dragon's Den UK. And basically it's a, it's got six, I think, really good plant things. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. Basically it's really good for your hormones. So I'm just having a teaspoon a day mixed in with some orange juice because if it's just with water, it tastes like actual dirt. Um, but mixed in with orange juice, it's it's fine. I'm having a teaspoon of that a day. Um, I've got my supplements. I'm actually um, upping my thyroxine a little bit. Um, I'm going back on the iron supplements. I've changed the metformin to a different type because the first type was not great. Um, to a different type. And um, things are starting to pick up again. So all in all, quarter one... I feel like it's kind of bookended. It's been a bit of a shit sandwich. Like if you if you're a teacher, you'll know what we mean by this. Like there's a bit of good, then there's like a bit of shit in the middle. <laughs> it's good again. <laughs> so it's a shit sandwich. I just uh, yeah. So and it's fine. Like we're moving. We're moving forwards. Like we've got a plan. We're getting the support for Angus. Um, I'm all good. Like in my health, we're moving forwards. So. The lesson for March is life will happen. Like life will happen. I've had two months where life has happened and we've got to ride each wave as they come and just do the best that we can. There was no point in me criticizing myself, judging myself, getting really down on myself or hard on myself for not being able to, excuse me, excuse you actually. Elsie's come to say hello. Um, there was no point in me getting really hard on myself for not being able to exercise as much and not losing weight in February and not sticking with like all of these things because you know what I was dealing with 
a lot, okay? And um, it's not that I'm making excuses, but when things are handed to us, when life serves us things that are difficult, we just have to ride that wave and do the best that we can and trust that that is all that is expected of us okay like some weeks in in this in March I was able to go for the odd walk and I was able to eat more healthily and that was amazing and I was celebrating for that and some weeks I was not and that's okay like life will happen yes and yes we've got to have that discipline and we've we've got to we've got to really prioritize our goals but at the same time we've also got to give ourselves grace and just got to do the best we can excuse you we do not need that kind of attitude thank you. So that's the lesson from March that, you know, doing the best we can, yes, have the discipline, yes, have that determination, the, the tenacity to keep going, but also give yourself grace. And if you need to take step, take a step back, that's okay. If you need to sort of break the momentum you've been building and focus on something else, that is okay. You can pick up from where you left off. Like to me, it's not about starting again. It's just picking up from where we left off. And that's exactly what I'm thinking in terms of the weight loss. As I said, like I lost eight, eight pounds in, I was about to say eight stone. That would have been incredible. Eight pounds in, the, in January, nothing in February, then another four pounds in March. Like if I'd given up in February and just thought, oh, stuff it, which is what I've done in the past. And this is how you can tell that my mindset has just come on so strong. Um, I wouldn't have then lost another four pounds and I wouldn't be sitting here about to tell you what my new challenge is for quarter two. So let's get into it. I listened to a podcast episode um, from, I think it's, oh, what's her? I don't know. And she was talking about the 75 hard challenge. And I was like, as much as I would love to be like, yeah, I'm going to do 75 hard. No. If you don't know what 75 hard is, essentially it's 75 days of um, certain activities that you have to do every day. Um, and the whole idea of it is to get yourself disciplined. So the activities are two 45 minute workouts a day, one of them being outside, following some sort of diet, um, with no cheat meals, um, reading 10 pages of a book every day and drinking three litres of water a day and drinking no alcohol. There might be something else, but I can't remember. But that's essentially the 75 hard challenge. I'm not doing that because that is intense and I already struggle with fatigue. And can you imagine doing 90 minutes of exercise a day when you already struggle with fatigue? Like, just, 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 no. So then I discovered the 75 soft challenge, um, <laughs> which is a lot more me. Um, so I'm kind of, again, like I'm taking, taking the inspiration. I'm not calling it the 75 hard or soft or whatever challenge because I am modifying it, but I'm making my own version and I am going to do 75 days. So my challenge, and I welcome you to join me with this. If you decide that you want to do this with me, let me know. Come and DM me on Instagram. We can keep each other accountable. My challenge is going to be 30 minutes of movement a day. I'm not doing, like, not specifying a workout or walk or anything. It's just movement. Because I class movement as a 30-minute dance party in the kitchen while I'm cooking tea. I class movement as a hardcore cleaning session of, like, cleaning the bathrooms, that gets me sweating, okay? That is movement. It could be a 30 minute walkout, work, walkout, workout, it could be a 30 minute walk, whatever. I'm just saying 30 minutes of movement a day. It could be 30 minutes of yoga, like whatever. 
30 minutes of movement a day, a meditation a day. I don't want this challenge specifically being about my body. I want this to be about my mind, body and soul. Okay, so every day, essentially, my challenge is going to be something for my mind, something for my body, something for my soul. And interestingly enough, I've already created like a morning routine around this. Um, there's a freebie on my website called the Morning Flow Work Workbook, and it basically takes you through the same idea of creating your morning routine to support your mind, body and soul. So if you're interested in that, go and check that out. But I'm doing this as a daily challenge or a 75 day challenge. So movement is for my body, obviously, and my mind, really, because it really does help with that. Meditation is more for my mind and my soul. Um, and it could be a five minute meditation. It could be literally one minute of like deep breathing. It, again, I'm not specifying like it has to be a certain amount of time. It's just like I want to do something every day reading every day and it doesn't need to be um as personal personal development book it could be fiction or personal development but reading every day and then instead of like it needs to be you're following a diet because <laughs> I've done this before and I just I've I've broken out of diet culture like and I can't get sucked back into all of that so I'm focusing on nourishing foods and I'm focusing on um yeah, just really nourishing my body. So like, the, for example, this morning, I packed a smoothie full of nutrients. Um, and then tonight, I think we're going to have like chili wedges. So like, it's all about balance. Yes, I want to lose weight, but I don't want to do it in a restrictive, can't eat this, can't eat that kind of way. So I'm focusing on nourishing foods. My priority is getting some sort of fruit or veg with every meal. Like, that's enough. And obviously, like, avoiding the obvious, like, takeaways. Um, and then no alcohol, except on social occasions. So in the 75 hard, it's like no alcohol at all. But like, I like a glass of Prosecco when we've got people around. Or like, I like a little cheeky G&T now and again. Obviously, I'm not going to be going hardcore and like properly going out binge drinking. But like, if we're having a social occasion and I want a glass of wine, I'm going to have a damn glass of wine. So that's my version <laughs> I feel like we've got the 75 hard, which is like an absolute no-go. Then we've got 75 soft and then we've got my version. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm doing. That's my focus for quarter two. And, and 75 days takes me up to, I'm starting it today actually. So it takes me up to the 18th or 19th of June, which is the end of the week. It's a Sunday. So it works out really well. Um, and that's my challenge. I'm really excited to get into this. And obviously I will keep you updated with how it's going. Um, I need to, I do need to create like a little tracker to keep me on track with it. Um, so I'm going to do that. I know the 75 hard actual challenge has an app with it, but obviously that'll be like for that challenge. So I'm going to mimic it and like create my own on Notion maybe um, and keep myself accountable with that, so that's my quarter one reflections and sort of <laughs> goings on and my plan for quarter two and I'm really excited. And in terms of business, I realise I haven't mentioned business going forward. So I kind of did mention that I've streamlined my one-to-one. -one. There is now one clear um, programme. It's 12 weeks. It's got bi-weekly calls, telegram access resources, etc. Soul work every week. Um and there's, this is 999 in full or 333 per month, so 333 pounds a month. Um, and this is for you if you are in the beginning stages of business and you are ready to really unlock your confidence online, really have that 
power in your content and in your offers so you can show up and get visible and call in your dreamy clients. So this is a program that really blends the mindset and the soul and the strategy. Like I love a bit of strategy, I love a bit of that structure, but this is with that soul-led, heart-centered mindset behind it. Okay, we are gonna be diving into your limiting beliefs and your self-doubt and your fears and really releasing them on a subconscious level so you can thrive in your business and online and your content and offers, etc. So if you are interested, you can find out all the details in my in the show notes below. There's a link there for the private coaching. You can apply or you can book a clarity call and we can have a chat. Um, or if you have any questions, of course, you can just DM me and let me know and we can go from there. Um, I also do have a one-off intensive option, which is called a one-week activation. And this is all about activating your content. So we dive into your signature offer and then we go off that and brains well basically we do like an instagram audit we brainstorm all your content ideas and create a plan for the next 90 days for you to execute it build momentum and you've got a week of telegram support after the call as you as you take action as you create the content as you start putting that out there um, for accountability and guidance etc so if you'd wanted a one-off intensive option that's that if you wanted longer term support over 12 weeks you've got that and the other two options you've got so if you're interested in either you know where I am dm me at amy Saunds on instagram and I hope you enjoyed this episode I hope this was interesting kind of hearing the things that I've been going through the lessons I've had the shifts that I've had and the plan that I've got for quarter two bring it on like I'm so excited for quarter two like it's it's just going to be a whole vibe um but yeah if you enjoyed this episode please 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 screenshot it share it to instagram stories and tag me or even better would be if you could leave a beautiful review five star review in um either itunes or spotify that would mean the world to me and yeah i will see you in the next episode